The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network and ChicagoBears.com. Download the Chicago Bears official mobile app for up-to-the-minute Bears content every day. And now, welcome to Bears All Access, your all-access pass into Chicago Bears football. Bears All Access is brought to you by IGS Energy and sponsored by CDW, Miller Lite, and Ford. It is a great time to be a Chicago Bear, and we welcome you into another edition of Bears All Access. We'll be with you for the next hour here. Tom Thayer and Jeff Joniak with you, and joined by not one, but two guests tonight. We're excited to have the kicking duo of Patrick O'Donnell and Cody Parkey joining the program tonight. Fellas, how you doing? Good to have you. Thanks for having us. Awesome, awesome. Anytime. You're welcome. Anytime you're welcome. And I say it's good to be a Bear because you get that first one out of the way, thank goodness, and you move on now. The first one's uh, seemingly always hard to get, right, boys? It sure is, yeah. It's it's a good win at home. I mean, Monday Night Football, what more could you ask for? That's right. First, first win in front of the home crowd. That was nice. place was buzzing. The anthem. I was talking to Nagy, Tom. Nagy, I said, how about that? Would that Hampton be Coach Nagy? Coach Nagy. Yeah. How about Nags. Sorry, man. Oh, yes. Nagy. Or whatever you guys, you guys call him, Coach. I can... Anyway, the point being, he goes, man, it really did give me goosebumps. And you and I in the booth were talking about it. Just the place was cranked. It was ready. And sometimes you lose that crowd. You don't want to lose them that night, did you? No. No, that was, that was huge to come out with, a, like, like we said, the first game of the season in Soldier Field. Get that win. Get that crowd going. Get them, get them excited for the whole year. So. All right, now my question, Pat, you've been around here a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, the, we've seen a lot of growth in this football team in terms of the togetherness, the camaraderie and everything. Are they big enough now to be favorites on the road and go and beat a team they're supposed to beat across the NFL landscape no matter who's talking about the game this weekend? Do you see that in, in, in this team and that transition of learning how to win on the road? Absolutely. I mean, it, it's hard to win on the road, right? right. It's, it's extremely difficult. But I think the guys that we have in the locker room uh, throughout free agency, I mean, Khalil, we have Hicks, we have Danny Trevathan, like the defensive side of things. They definitely get the guys in the locker room excited, ready to go, and that the Monsters of Midway are back. So, Does momentum, Cody, does momentum help kickers like, you know, it, it's, it seems like when you look at what happened to a couple kickers this past weekend, it seems like they well, – Cody, 19 missed kicks. Right. No, I'm talking about a couple kickers specifically, not kicks, kickers. When you got two kickers that get cut the same week, you, you know, it seems like they didn't have the momentum of the team. And now that the Bears, there's a lot of momentum here. And does that help your process of kicking and the fact that you're going to have more opportunities, whether it's extra point field goals, no matter what you do, does the momentum of the team help you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the more the more reps you get, obviously, the better you feel going into it. And, like, I mean, just starting the game, you know, you get a couple kicks in. We started off with a couple extra points. You know, that's always mm-hmm. that's always good to get out there, get a couple of kicks going, watch the ball go through the uprights a couple of times, and then get into your groove. So I think the fact that, you know, we're, we're starting off good, and I'm getting some great snaps and great holds, and, and you know, the field goal team's doing an awesome protection job. But, but anyways, like, yes, momentum is, is huge for a kicker, yes. So you think of those guys <clears throat> that went through the trials this weekend. Um, What's the biggest transition from college, the, the width of the goalpost, the hash marks, the snaps, your swing? Do you change a lot from high school, or is the swing the same? Maybe footwork's a little different. High school high school is the wide hashes and the, and the bigger uprights. College, you go in on the hash marks and then in on the goalpost. And then NFL, you actually get skinnier hash marks, and the goalposts are the same um, as college. Right. So, I mean – it depends on. I mean, there's there's different kinds of kickers. I guess there's there's straight ball kickers. There's guys that play right to left. There's guys that play left to right. 
Um, you know, me per se, I, I kick a pretty straight ball. You know, wherever I wherever my hips end up, that's usually where the ball is going to go. So I feel like moving from college to NFL like made me a better kicker. And I think there's some guys that I mean we're seeing that maybe that's not the case. Um, maybe they were better in college when they had the wider hashes and they can you know play the ball a little more. It's it's just it's just it doesn't necessarily translate like you think it would. But yeah, just the hash marks and the, and the footballs are really all that changes. You know, Jeff, were, Jeff and I were here when Sebastian Janikowski came in the league. Is that where you're going? Because <laughs> when <laughs> whoa, we look, whoa, 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 whoa. no, no, that's that's a loaded question. Right? It, it is. It is. It's, it's, I mean, it is a yeah, joke because is he going to gain about whatever? I mean, <laughs> he's a big he's dude. A big guy. Well, he, he always has been a big guy. Hit from 56 the other night. I mean, he's yeah. he's still he's still got it in him. So Polish I mean, cannon. the Polish oh, cannon. That's oh, right. The Polish C-Bass. cannon. Right. I mean, but that's amazing. You, you see the transformation he's made throughout his career. He came in as a great kicker or mm-hmm. powerful lefty and everything. And then we kind of joke because Jeff's 20th year in the booth, my 22nd, you kind of get to see the transformation yeah. of some uh, some guys are specialists like that. And, you know, untucked jersey, a little beefy, yeah, sure. but again, like you said, still banging. Hey, still still making kicks, so you can't argue with what <laughs> he's doing, right? Those guys live forever, seemingly. You know, you think about some of these old – Morton Anderson and George Blanda back in the day. You guys will have to go on Google to look them up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh, back to the original about a couple kickers, yeah, but I, I don't know that I've ever heard on one weekend 19 missed kicks, whether it be extra points or otherwise. I mean, was that is that kind of stunning? Yeah, it is. It is. The only time I can recall is, uh, I think, in 2016, uh, there was a weekend, and it was, like, in December. and and, and Yeah, yeah. It, it was, and I think it was just, like, a bad weather everywhere, and I remember seeing, like, 20-something kickers miss that weekend, and I think I was one of them, and I was like, oh, at least everyone else missed, you know? That made <laughs> oh, me feel a little bit. You know? <laughs> now, that, that's not – punters, they don't keep stats like that. They don't keep, keep shanks or – no, you know. it's, yeah, it's probably a good thing. It's probably a good thing for us. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a good thing. But how about this rookie punter, Michael Dixon? That yeah. was something. The drop kick. Right. The drop kick onside kick. I personally didn't think that was even a thing. Did you? Until until he came out, we knew that he was uh, Australian background, so they they do drop kick probably at birth, so right out of the womb they're just drop kicking. So <laughs> but you know the, we the, thought he was going to do something like that. There was so much momentum to that kick. If Anthony Miller didn't reach out oh, and grab yeah. it, it would have been out of went out of bounds. You know, so you know, is there a future for the drop kick? You know, maybe right. Have you ever seen Gilbright, the tight ends coach, drop kick before games? Yeah, he's good. He he's a good. lefty, yeah. and he's a he's a good. I bring it up all the time because you see these strange things that your coaches do because there's so much stand around time. Mm-hmm. And now you got the tight end coach as a drop kicker, and then it's like watching Dave Ragone throw passes behind his back. Yeah, I mean he can throw forty yard <laughs> dimes behind his back, which. You know, I'm sure you guys got a lot of traits with your kicking and punting background that, you know, spinning the football on your index finger yeah, or whatever. Yeah, bouncing the ball up to you, like a, you know, kind of like a basketball. Just just little stuff that we uh, we get bored on the sideline and figure out uh, figure out some stuff to do. But you I can have... tell Tom gets bored, too. He gets to the stadium like at the crack of dawn before anybody gets. He, can, he knows everything that happens in that stadium. So if you want to hide something, don't go there early because Tom's peering eyes will get it down yeah. on the books. Well, it's, you know, I, I like it. It's, it's fun. It's all the process of getting game day i think yeah. you, you know as offensive linemen you have that um weirdness about you like that you like to get there early but pat i was watching you on the pod podcast just watching some highlights of it are you are you as f- serious or no are you as playful in the regular season as you were in the preseason when i saw you on that podcast or does it go to a different strange seriousness once the regular season gets here 
Yeah, I would think just the time before the game. I think we're a little playful. We crack jokes and things like that. But as soon as the kickoff's about to happen, uh, Cody's got his deal. He's he's laser focused, so uh, we don't really joke too much. Pat Scales likes to keep things loose. He does. Where, the whole, where is Pat? Why isn't he here tonight? Mm. That's a great question. I mean, you guys are a trio. Right. He's you got guys, he's got a little one. Or now. as coaches, like yes, he does. He's got a little uh, and adorable, I might add. But it's a thing now to say. The operation. You guys don't even have names anymore. You're the operation. The snap, the spot, the kick. The we'll battery, talk, yes. We'll talk about Ooh, the yes. operation after this. Paul Zarang is our engineer here. We've got Herb Lawrence and Adam Szynski and the one and only Dan Barilli, the worry ward of the program, making sure everything is right on the money. We'll be back with more here on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. And welcome back to Bears All Access, brought to you by IGS Energy, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears, providing electricity, natural gas, and home warranty products to over 1 million customers across the country. Learn more about IGS Energy at IGS.com. Jeff and Tom with you, and we have the uh, specialists here today. Cody Parkey, a veteran kicker in his first year with the Bears, and Patrick O'Donnell in his fifth year with the Bears. And What you call him before the commercial? The group, of, oh, yeah. the, the group they're, of specialists? They're the operation. The operation. The operation. So Patrick, operation. You know, Patrick Scales here. And, and you guys, I mean, you, clearly you guys, and you may know each other from growing up in Florida. I don't know, but we'll get to that. But the camaraderie was pretty instant, right? Sure. Between the three of you. You yeah. guys are all young guys. You guys seemingly like have fun. I see smiles on faces during practice and whatnot. I mean, that makes it fun. For the operation. It does, it does. I mean, uh, being able to work with people like you enjoy working with, obviously, is, is huge, and, and they do a great job, and, and vice versa. So I think, yeah, just, I mean, this game could be so stressful sometimes um, for guys, and, you know, people know that, but just to have fun out there, I think, is half the battle. Just go out and have fun, and, and usually everything else will take care of itself. You know, put in the work, have fun, and, you know, get to be around these guys. So you know, good. Your, your special teams coordinator, Chris Tabor, he's kind of a spark plug, oh, yeah. you know, and, and it's the kind of personalities that you guys see whether you're lining up for a punt, kick, kick, whatever the case is, you kind of see it. And it's kind of neat to have Chris Tabor leading those guys because I think he captures a lot of their personalities and gets the best of their efforts on the field. Yeah, he's he's high, high energy. And yeah. obviously this is my second time being with him. I'm, yeah. Uh, I was with him in Cleveland. And, uh, I mean, he's just he's a high energy guy. He cracks jokes in the meetings. He, he keeps you engaged, which is really good. So in 2014, was I reading that you broke Kevin Butler's rookie mm-hmm. Kevin Butler's rookie scoring record, 155 points? Yes, yeah, that, yeah. that was your second or third year in the league. First year. That yeah. was your first year, yeah. also. Yeah. Wow, what a! I mean, because I was along with Kevin Butler for that ride, yeah. and you saw him have some incredible kicks, and you know, all the way up through the Super Bowl for sure. And it was neat to read that. You know, um, have you ever met Butthead? Do you know much about his, you know, just his kicking ability and what he did when he was here? I know he was a stud here. Um, and <laughs> One of the, I, he I, was popular. I will tell you yeah. this. He's the best tackling kicker I've ever seen. Well, you never seen me tackle. I know. I don't want to either because it was always an emergency situation that he's making a tackle. I don't need I to be tackling. I want, yeah, I want all the guys in front of you. Uh, yeah, I know his son, Drew. Uh, I played him at Georgia, and I played him in the NFL a couple times. He, was, he punted right. for a little bit. Um but, yeah, I don't think I've ever met uh, Kevin, so I'll have to make that happen. Oh, he's a great guy. I mean, if, he's one of those, you know, when you talk about kickers, and Tom always has some funny comment to make about kickers from time to time, so don't be offended, fellas. <laughs> Never. But, but Kevin endeared himself 
to the offensive lineman and and just the city in general. He he was a celebrity, still is well, a celebrity. You know, Kevin Butler, it, true. Well, yeah, but what he did is, you know, Kevin Butler, even though he's a punk kicker, he started like he had me like roll up his sleeves before the game and tape oh, his yeah. sleeves to show his guns and stuff. So that's the way he kind of endeared himself to that other level. And then when he was challenged to make a hit, he was willing to, he, let, you know, and he was the one bar kicker. Oh, love it. You know, yeah, they don't let us do that anymore. But no, we've asked for safety, safety reasons. I think <laughs> these guys are no slouches in the gym either. Look at, I don't know. Who's got the bigger biceps right now, O'Donnell or Parky over here? You guys are pumping iron or well, what? Well, you know what? I think that's an important training. part of the success, the future like success it. of this team is the training that they, you know, input it here in the off season and the whole change of it because I, I think that's another way you guys build camaraderie is seeing guys get stronger and lift certain amount of weights absolutely i mean now that you said the comment about the sleeve thing he might be asking me to do that for mm, do it so. yeah i might have to hike him up a little bit <laughs> i get so many games with the with the short sleeves you know you got you got to make take advantage time's of it. coming yeah. i hear it's gonna be in the 40s yeah. later this week all jerseys oh. are tailored and tapered so <laughs> just so, get it a little tighter in all seriousness does the, the work in the gym and what you're doing with your own i mean does it create the necessary necessary balance body balance and the, and the chemistry of it all I know everybody's got to have a strong core, especially in the in the kicking game and whatnot. That's important, but is all of it important? Absolutely. Me and Cody actually worked out together down in uh, Jupiter, Florida. He can attest to this. Uh, it's mostly a PGA Tour place. They focused on core and basically stability and getting our legs to the the velocity that we need to in the off season. So Cody's been doing it for what a couple, couple years, years now. now so yeah. he introduced me to it. We're 15 minutes apart in the off season, so it's fantastic that yeah. we can have that oh, that nice. bond. Yeah. Were there others involved in your specialist category that were doing the same thing, or is this something that you came across and you found the right people to help out? Yeah, Donnie Jones punted for a long okay. time. He actually, his trainer, um, Colby Toye, uh, moved to Jupiter from Louisiana. He and Donnie was like, dude, you should work with him. And uh, Colby works with like uh, a lot of PGA golfers, Justin Thomas, you know, some big names. So I gave him a shot, and he, he was just different. Uh, the way he approached everything was different, and I think I really liked oh, so. it. Is it your leg swing that he yeah, we he did a lot. Yeah, I mean, we did a lot of stuff in, as far as like ho- opening up the hips, like making sure it wasn't like loading the bar. It's not like a normal, you know, uh, squat. Is is single leg stability core stuff. stability? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, just focusing on the stuff. I mean, when we're kicking, we're on one leg, and we have to, our legs are trying to go really fast, and our core is tight. So, a lot of the stuff was doing that, and uh, I really liked it. So I told I told Pat, I like, you, you should give it a shot, and uh, yeah, it's it's, well, it's been it, good. But is your leg speed? Pat, I'm both of you guys. Mm-hmm. Is your leg speed different? on every kick that you make and is your leg speed different on a spiral punt as opposed to a rugby punt and i'll go to patrick first yeah it's pretty much the same speed the only thing that changes for me is like if i'm trying to place it inside the 20 it's more like a finesse shot if you're going you know trying to chip it on the green versus if you're trying to hit a, a seven iron six iron you're trying to just bang away there but uh, i would just say yeah that just the finesse of the leg it's almost like a feel thing. So there's you know, consistency within the swing. For sure. Yeah, yeah okay. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm the same way. I mean, they, they teach you at a young age when you go to these kicking camps that your 20-yard extra point should go as far as your farthest field goal. So hmm. every swing should be the same. I mean, there there's some distance where you're like, all right, I really got to hit this. And maybe you try to do too much. And that's the one you might see that guys go left and right with. You know, they try to do too much. But for the most part, it's the same speed every time, yeah. Pat, did it help you? I think so. Yeah, we still incorporate the the stuff we learned in the summer to what we do um, in conjunction with 
with uh, Coach Loco has us doing. We, yeah. we still do, you know, the squats and the the, the barbell bench and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Loco has been awesome, by the way. He, he's the new strength coach here, uh, Coach Lascalzo, and he's he's been awesome. Yeah, we, I too. didn't know if this was really a Coach Loco, but I was hoping <laughs> it was going to be Lascalzo, but I didn't know, you know, for very the uninformed. Yes, yes, Loco. Very he's fitting. an intense guy. Yes. He's a very intense in, guy. In ex- I like him. In the exercises you do, do you increase weights as you do them, or are the weights pretty much stay consistent with the exercise? Yeah, we, we increase weights as we go. Um Cody has uh, a new barbell bicep routine. I think he stands yeah. on, you know, the Bosu ball, and he's trying to get his uh, stability and his arms working. Working the, the core and the biceps, phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what did the referee ask you? Yeah, the re- you know, the, ref, the refs like to talk to you as if they give you the ball. Hey, 10 seconds before the kickoff. And he's like, oh, dude, you're kicking them far today. You know, how, what are you doing to strengthen your legs? And I said, just bicep curls. <laughs> <laughs> he hands me the ball and just like, golly. That's a way to be loose. <laughs> well, then you went and banged it. I, I don't, they, well, they had one return. Did they even have one return the other night? Because he, we, he made a catch like he they was weren't They were on it. Yeah, no, they, yeah. yeah he, he, didn't, he didn't return that one. He, uh, he wasn't, like you said, he wasn't interested. So it was, I mean, uh, sometimes we'll, we'll, kick it short sometimes we'll kick it deep you know just keep him guessing you said pga national too so you got a free room at the hotel because you know he used to be an employee there that's right oh yeah did you know that he was a bellman and valet uh, i did not how about that research. cody yeah, Parkey. Yeah. yeah yeah tell us about that's that right. and tell us about who you rub shoulders with in the golfing world <laughs> yeah so uh and are you a golfer i do like to golf. i see a little caddy i do like to here. golf yeah <laughs> i do like to golf um yeah so i worked at pga national my senior year of uh high school just kind of making a little money for college and uh that some cars uh i was a bellman yeah too and it was good it was good my buddy's uh mom was like uh one of the uh managers or whatever there so she uh she helped me get the job and uh it it was awesome yeah i got to meet like uh i think i checked in like VJ Singh one day into into his room and I thought that was really cool and and now we're working out with all of them too and it's oh, still really? it's still I mean people they ask you football questions yeah. and we're right. asking them golf you know, questions. We're fascinated with our sport. We're fascinated yeah. by their sport and it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's well, really I mean, cool. it seems like those guys have totally become addicted to you know different types of training. But again, I you read about it, you see about the core. The mm-hmm. whole, for golfers too, so yeah. well. I mean, you, Patrick O'Donnell's like Dustin Johnson, Cody. You're like Rory McIlroy. I mean, seriously, yeah. if you look at those guys on the on the tour today, playing today, you look at their size, and they're not getting that way by you know Correct. just yeah. good luck. Yeah, Brooks Kepka, You know, he's, Brooks he's looking Kepka. good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cody, Cody only likes him because of the arms. <laughs> he's got great arms. He's got great arms. Yeah, that's all that matters. How about Tiger today? Eagle to finish. How about that? Tie for yeah. the lead. You know that that's pretty cool. I, I mean. I, Clearly, you guys enjoy golf, too, so you enjoy uh, the stars of that sport as well. And uh, the professionalism between different sports is always just like you. You've got hockey friends. You've got you got friends in all walks of life. Surf. Volleyball, surfer. You guys surf? No. But Tom I've been begging these guys. Yeah, yeah. Bring them on out. Yeah, bringing them out. Even I've tried it. It was a conversation for another day in Maui. But anyway, we're going to take a step away here. This is Bears All Access brought to you by IGS Energy on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. And welcome back to Bears All Access. This segment of the program orchestrated by CDW. CDW people who get it. Jeff and Tom with you. Paul Zarang and Dan Brilli are engineer and producers here with Herb Lawrence and Adam Stasinski as well. Cody Parkey from Auburn by way of Jupiter, Florida, and Miami's very own Pat O'Donnell through Cincinnati. He's right. the only yeah, guy that went yeah. to two colleges in this room, I believe. Correct? Tom? Yeah. yeah. Anything you're holding back? <laughs> no, good. Uh, but uh, it's been a, a great career for both of you guys. Instant success for you. How'd you handle it? 
Um, yeah, I mean, it was pretty wild. I, I didn't get drafted. I went to Indianapolis, and I was competing with arguably the best kicker of all time, and Adam Vinatieri. <laughs> so I was like, all right, you know, this, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna enjoy it, you know. And, and I had fun out there, and I think that's when I was like, you know what, I'm kicking well, I'm having fun. This is a good combo. Um, so I ended up going to the Eagles, yeah, and having a great year. And so yeah, it started off good, and I was like, man, you know, this, this is, this is awesome, you know. When you're when you're winning, we did pretty well that year. I think we went ten and six, and I had personal success too. And I just had a lot of fun. And um, and ever since, you know, I just been trying to work really hard. And that way, when I hit the field, I, I'm not thinking about anything. I just I just go back to my mechanics and 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 obviously hope everything goes good. You know, when you when you raise as an offensive lineman, that's kind of what you're going to be. When you choose to be a kicker, it's kind of really unique because there's not a lot of you guys out there. What advice do you give to kids that are thinking about it? What advice do you give to parents? And how old were you when you knew that you go, man, I have kicking ability, like I said, which is a unique trait? Yeah, I, I was in sixth grade um, when I started kicking. Yeah. Um, I, I played actually offensive line, right. middle linebacker, <laughs> and kicker. And you had to have like a minimum of like eight plays. Um, everyone had to play like eight plays, right? So I, was, I could kick the ball a mile, but I, I was not physical. And so they threw me in for, like, the first eight plays of O-line just to get it out of the way, and then they just let me kick the rest of the game. Um, but I, I enjoyed it, um, and I think uh, I think I realized I was starting to get really good. My dad took me to a couple camps, and, you know, the coaches, the kicking coaches were like, oh, man, you're actually you're really good. And I was like, oh, really? You know, I just thought I was doing this for fun. And so that's when we became serious about it. And I think for anybody out there looking to do it, I mean, try it out, um, you know, if you're naturally pretty good at it, then stick with it and, you know, see where it can get you and uh, and, and go to some camps and, and stuff like that. I think uh, there's a lot of camps, you know, for sure. can yep. test of that out there. And, and, you know, you just try your best. You know, my dad used to give me kicking lessons. My dad was actually a punter at Naperville North High School. And uh, so he had a little background. So he's the one who initially taught me how to kick. Out there in the DuPage Valley Conference and played tennis, right? He at did, Iowa, yeah, so, played tennis in Iowa. Which leads me to the next thing multi-sport because you know tom opened the door to youth sports and you know there's so much discussion about football and and reduced numbers and so forth but i think part of the problem is if you're playing other sports some of those travel sports don't let you play other sports and it's it's a maniacal thought in my mind because you know i i only look at bill belichick and who he looks for players who've done it all Mm -hmm. baseball football basketball and finds positional comparisons for both how about you did you do a lot pat you know, I grew up playing travel soccer. Um, we we had, like, a local team that would just travel all the way down to Miami and back up, but kind of got burnt out eighth grade. Right. And that's when I got introduced to football in ninth grade, and, you know, I was able to make pretty much my own decisions without my mom thought it was a little too too physical for me. When enough. did you recognize your punting ability? You know, I think it was when, you know, the, the college guys started coming and then the scouts were looking, and uh, probably junior year of high school, I would say. And that's when uh, I got my first offer in, in my senior year. So everything just kept rolling after that. You know, Cody, he came here with some rep, too. You know, he was mega punt. Yeah. Did you know about, about mega punt? Yeah. yeah. I've mega heard punt. that a couple times right. from the fans. What are you looking at me like you don't? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a ooze and eyes right. when he came to training camp, right? right? They yeah. were, Look at that guy's punt, you know. And, and the fact is, you do have a, a monster leg. But it's not just a monster leg that gets it done. You have to be precise. You have to adjust. I mean, even this year, you have a Chris Tabor coming in, and he alluded it today that you he asked you to do some different technique things. Mm-hmm. What specifically, and once you develop that muscle memory in, in this four-plus-year career that you have already started, is it difficult then to reprogram your muscles to do it the way a new coach would like it? 
I, w- I would say it definitely takes some time, some invested interest into changing some things. So we're more focused now. Like he loves like a 45 fair catch. You know, it's it's probably not the the sexiest thing is, you know, seeing a 45, <laughs> 45 yard, yard right. traveled punt, high hang time and a high fair hang catch, time right. fair catch. So he'll take that all day versus, you know, everyone w- wants to see like the 65 yard punt, you know, flip the field. But I think like as you get older and you start to realize, you know, when you face returners like Lockett and things like that, a 45 yard fair catch, just trying to eliminate them all day is, is great. So You know, some of the things for me has been the rugby style kick has been frustrating because I hate watching guys catch it inside the five yard line, whether it's on the Bears or other teams I saw this weekend. So if you're going to hit a rugby style punt, does the field surface make any difference to you? Um, is it easier to keep it in the field of play on a natural grass surface like the Green Bay first week or the Bears second week, and then you just think of the fields down the road, Minnesota, and so on? Is there any difference in the landing of a rugby-style punt? You know, I would think that the natural grass sometimes uh, deadens it. it, it, Yeah, it deadens it a little bit, and hopefully they stick. I mean, as as the months go on, maybe get a little snow and things like that. It'll probably stop versus it bounces up on a a nice day. Uh, like we had last night, but uh, like it's, it's like the same thing for onside kicks for Cody. Like it, it has a huge impact on the onside kick game. So if he really wants to drive it into the ground and bounce up, turf definitely what has yeah. the, has a higher uh, yeah more consistent. There. Just right. I mean, you know what you're gonna get and, for sure. You know, yep. It just pops up and o- Oakland has that dirt. Uh, right. that, that, that's field. really yeah. I've heard that's really good. They kick it up, the high hopper off. Yeah, so. or Pittsburgh, which has no grass. Uh, I guess <laughs> you know usually in late winter, right? It's pretty rough. It is. Yeah. yeah. Now. This is probably a dangerous question, but do you watch him and do you watch Cody and are you open to each other's opinions or critiques on maybe something you see even though you're not a punter and you're not a place kicker? Yeah, Cody actually is like uh, our assistant assistant special team coach. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's behind me in practice with a watch and, you know, doing the hang times and the get-offs and things like that. So, uh just outside today, he was like, hey, the ball turned in a little bit on you. And I said, okay, cool. And I just made the adjustment right there. So it's cool to have a guy like Cody to be able to just, you know, bounce ideas off of and things like that. But I think for kicking, I, I could kind of hear and see where his foot placement yeah. is on it. And uh, he's like, hey, what, what did it look like yeah. right there? And we So just, it's important, actually, yeah, that you yeah. guys do analyze each other yeah. and help each other. Yeah. Also, it's more like a caddy. Yeah, well, I got yeah. it. Okay, yeah. no, I like it. Yeah. When, when Johnny Miller hits, a, hears a golfer hit a golf ball, he can tell by the sound of the club hitting the ball if it was a good shot, what direction it's going to go. And I'm sure there are similarities yeah. to the thud of a punt or the the sound of a kickoff. Absolutely, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, he. Keeps, I think he keeps his head down pretty long on the hole, just obviously making sure it goes through. I'm sure he could tell like right off, you know, the, hmm. the off my foot if he's like. Oh. Do you know? Seriously, I can. Yeah, sometimes you know if it if it goes left or a little left of uh, down the middle, I could feel like the wow. ball kind of take off. That his way. foot, no kidding. His foot swing goes through it. So you don't want to lift your head up when you know that you don't want to look and see what happens. I mean, you could tell when the crowd, you know, <laughs> the crowd will let you know what's going on. So, uh, so well, all right. Just to fast forward a little bit because of your experiences with the Bears. Is there anything that you can help the Bears with special teams wide get par- get prepared for Arizona because of Jeff Rogers, the special teams coach, was here, and maybe you know some of his traits, his thinking, and his different styles? Yeah, we were here for you know three years with right. with Jeff, so we know a lot of his you know fakes and things like that. So uh, we put together a huge clip of all the different things that he's had in the past, and we can kind of tell his tendencies where he would rush or where he'll he'll have a return and things like that. So it, it's 
good to have a lot of guys in the locker room like Josh Bellamy, Sherrick McManus, uh, DeAndre Houston Carson, like guys like that who've been around him and know his scheme. Well, which definitely can, helps. Well, you know, can, you can show him your touchdown pass. Right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was that, very cool. Get that arm limbered up, yeah, my friend. Cool. Get it up. <laughs> get it going. This is Bears All Access brought to you by IGS Energy here with Cody Parkey and Patrick O'Donnell, uh, two of the Bears specialists with Patrick Scales. Consistency, obviously, from the long snapping position is is critical, uh, and it's an adjustment with with a new with a new guy. How how did you close the gap on that being with your your team for the first time with him? And does he put it where you want it as a holder? And are you the place kicker? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's pretty he's pretty open to like, hey, how long do you want me to wait for this? This is that. He he's he's not like, hey, I want to do it right away or snap it right away. He's like, how do you want it? So so he's been very. Very good, and obviously we worked a long time together now since OTA. So I mean, we feel good with us three, and I feel good with him snapping and holding. And you know, when, when Scales gets the perfect laces, that helps him out and it helps me out. And, and, and on punts, when he hits him on the on the right hip, you know, that's just perfect. It yeah, helps everything right go fast. And uh, so uh, he does an awesome job. And when he does an awesome job, it helps us tremendously. Sounds good. We'll be looking forward to see you guys in Arizona this weekend, Glendale, Arizona. We'll continue here with more with. The two specialists in Tom Thayer. I'm Jeff Joniak, and this is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. The Chicago Bears Network presents Inside the Bears, brought to you by Verizon. Anthony Adams and Lawrence Creedon cover the world of Bears football on and off the field every Sunday night at 11.05 on Fox 32 Chicago, or watch anytime at chicagobears.com or on the Bears official app this week. They'll be joined by Jordan Howard and Khalil Mack. Jeff and Tom with Cody Parkey and Patrick O'Donnell. How about... How about this man, Khalil Mack? Mm. Everybody <laughs> asks, they got, how about the special teams guys, man? No, it's like this. Where, were, mean, where, where were, were you when you found out? Because I was Saturday morning, and it was Jeff. I'm thinking yeah. we have a day off. <clears throat> Someone messaged me at like 530. I call him. Yeah. He's got his dead battery. Dead so battery. Where were phone, you? phone was messed up. I was so far behind the story. Oh, I, I moved the day before, truth be told, and my phone was acting up. And I get up. I get up at 9 o'clock. I'm like, I don't have anything to do. I, I just want to unpack, get settled. Let's go to breakfast. So I go to breakfast. People are in there coming up. But no one ever mentions it. I plug the phone into the car. 27 text messages. And his is number one. And I will not repeat on the air what it said. But you can imagine. And I'm like, what? What about Holy you guys? Smokes. When, when did you find out and realize the impact of what a player like that could have in your team? I think team? it was a day after our game or something, and I, yeah, I woke yeah, up and I like I just like people had texted me same thing, and uh, and I think I woke up like eight. And, oh, you guys are getting Cleo Mack, and I'm like, what? And I went on Twitter, and sure enough, it's like Bears are getting Cleo Mack. I'm like, let's go, right? Awesome. I mean, how could you have any other reaction? Yeah, than that? game changer, guy is a game changer. Tell us, more glad about I'm glad that. he's on our team. T- tell us what the team. feel is in there still, even after weeks after and what we've seen these first two weeks and what the expectation down the road and what – I mean, this is a pure pass rusher. So he he's going to be great. That's it. There's no debate about it. Absolutely. I mean, anytime a guy like that's on the field, a lot more attention's going to him, it's freeing up other guys to make plays. But you could just tell, like, the first day he walked in, he just had that presence about him. And I didn't. I never thought, you know, since I've been here there was a player – that really amplified that and it kind of showed that. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he walked in, everyone just gravitated to him. I mean, it's probably the track record he has, you know, pro bowl player, 
But I tell you what, man, it, it, everyone's really excited to have him. The defense is jacked up every single day in practice. You could just see it. It's just electric. You remember the first day we watched them? They were doing the one-on-one yeah. things. It was it crazy. Was incredible. Yeah, the guy had not pl- played in a long time, and then we just watched him in the first practice. Like, it looks like he's had, well, I mean, You know what's cool about it all is you guys didn't need a savior to come in here because I think Matt Nagy kicked this thing off when he got hired as a head coach, and he had a lot of momentum going. But then when you plug in Khalil Mack, it just gives that extra spark. Because I really felt, I was really, I felt good and confident in the path that you guys were on. So it was nice to get insert Khalil Mack here, and then just see what's happened in the first couple of regular season games because of that. Yeah, I mean he's, I mean he's been incredible in the first two games. So it's we felt good about our chances like without him, and now we have him. We're like, oh wow, this, this yeah, is I even think, better. Keep it coming. I think everyone knew what he could do, but until we actually saw it, you know, in the first game, that was unbelievable when he just returned that touchdown <laughs> and just stripped it. And it's just things happen when that guy's in. And it's unbelievable. I don't know if you've ever seen a player like that that just. Well, Brian Erlacher, obviously, right. but as a pure pass rusher, I mean, obviously the history of the Bears, there, there have been some great ones, and Tom played, obviously, with Richard Dent that you know. I mean, you, that man must be accounted for every single snap. Uh, Khalil Mack needs to be uh, accounted for well, every single snap. It, it's kind of weird because I don't even know how to say it because I, I do, as a football player, I would like to compare him to Lawrence Taylor because I had the chance to play against Lawrence Taylor, and I know how much effect he had on the other teammates, how concerned you were about where he is every time he lined up, how much he had to know you, all your protections because he could come from anywhere. Now, if you just want to look at a pure football player and you want to have a template of one, I, I think, yeah, you have Von Miller present day, but you got to look back at Lawrence Taylor would be the guy that would most rem- remind you as a football player of Khalil. Yeah, I mean, there have been some great pass rushers that you you know, you know had to try and block or did block. I didn't mean to say you tried to block. <laughs> but, I mean, there's great stories of you going up against Bruce Smith and Reggie White and these names of note. But in terms of edge, where the guy's got the speed, the power, the compact body to bend and get to run that arc and get to the quarterback and go right down a guy's chest and still manage to – I mean, there he does things, and you've pointed this out watching tape. There, There's things he does – that are like three phases within the four seconds, sort of three and a half seconds it takes to get to the quarterback. He's doing three different things just to get there. Mm-hmm. And he's got to do that every time because he's going to have to sift through the trash and, and deal with chips and whatnot. Well, it, or else he does his job correctly, and Eddie Jackson gets a sack because of it. Mm-hmm. It's those sure. types of spillover things, you know, and up and down the line of scrimmage, Roy Robertson-Harris, he helps Khalil Mack get that interception because of the pressure he initially puts on Aaron Rodgers. So it is a, a trickle over, a trickle down, whatever you want to say with Khalil being there and how it affects the other guys. This is Bears All Access with Cody Parkey and Patrick O'Donnell with Tom Thayer, Jeff Joniak. The, the big theme, two big themes this week. One is obviously don't be complacent as a team. And honestly, I, I know because people want to frame everything every week and, okay, this is the storyline Mm-hmm. The team has won a game, and they're going up against a team that hasn't and hasn't played well on the offensive side of the ball. But I don't think this team is going to be complacent. Just that locker room is different this year. It's very different. It's a young team, obviously. You guys are still young. You guys tell me more, but you know these guys, and I've talked to guys. It's just different. It's different. You guys are hungry, and there's no time for complacency for one play, let alone a whole game. Yeah, I think it, it starts with Nagy. I mean, he's preached that day one. He's got these guys ready to go every single week. Um, 
he he shows the good plays, the bad plays, and we learn from those plays. And I think everybody's hungrier the next week to improve upon the plays that he saw the negatives, and they're just trying to uh, amplify the good plays that we we keep seeing. So, I mean, like you said, the locker room is is unbelievable. It's the most electric I've seen it since I've so been here. So it's not just you're not just saying. That, I'm not just saying that. No, I I really do believe that. Uh, the the chemistry alone, I think the the defensive backs have it. Uh, the the linebackers definitely have it. Uh, obviously, the front has it. The edge rushers, and then you see the offense is is clicking. Um, it's just it's going to take that one game where it, everything just comes together, and we're just going to be just unstoppable, That's what, and ready to go. I, I mean, everything that Matt's ever said at the podium since the moment he got hired is the exact right thing. Yeah. And I think it helps continue the momentum, whether you come off a bad practice or a good practice, and. So I think I think that's what I was making the point about Khalil Mack. You guys were on a really good path, and then insert him here. But I think Matt has really got this this you know on the right track. It's five teams for you, correct? So you have five different perspectives. What's, yeah. what's your perspective? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I have never been in the playoffs in my, and this is my going into my fifth year. So I'm obviously hoping to change that this year. Um, but I, I agree with what Pat's saying. I mean, it's just you go in the locker room, and I've been on teams where you go in at halftime, and you're like, all right, you know, it's you can see guys are tired. You know, it's 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 not like that. You just go in there, and everyone's like, it doesn't matter if we're up by thirty or for you know for down. It's just kind of like we're gonna win this game, and we're gonna figure it out. And and guys want to win. Guys want to go to practice, and that starts with Coach Nagy. Um, he's a players' coach. He, he you know he re- he listens to us, um, and he and he takes care of us. So I think it, and it comes down to him and and him being a great leader. Is he tapping into that energy source by the things he comes up with and does, from the disco ball after the game to... <laughs> oh, you heard about that. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yes, I, I didn't hear all the details of who was doing what. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, that, does that... Because he keeps talking about fun. Even today, I had a conversation. He just wants Mitch to have fun. Yeah. Fun, 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 fun. If you're playing the game and having fun and you're fundamentally doing things the right way, I mean, that's a perfect scenario. Yeah. I mean... And go ahead. Well, I, I, you, you can't have fun unless you're doing things fundamentally the right way, as you just said. You so, know, yeah. and I and so I think that's the key element here is is fun's not going to be had with the lack of a work ethic, concentration, and the fun that he wants Mitch to have. I think there's guys in this team now also self policing that maybe weren't there before. Mm-hmm. There, there's guys that are going to hold each other accountable. Would you say you feel that as well Definitely. in the locker room? Definitely, yeah. I mean, there's we got some we got some big guys on the team, big name guys, and um, guys that have been around the block. And we have younger guys, and uh, I think that you know the younger guys look up to the uh, to the big guys on the team and, and just kind of follow their lead. And you know, phenomenal phenomenal people to look up to. You guys were about eighty nine. I don't know. Were you in Miami, the town proper? Or what town did you grow up in? West Palm Beach. Oh, West, West Palm, Palm Beach. Beach. Okay. Yeah. Well, Luxury. West Palm and Jupiter, about how many miles down the my, uh, Florida Turnpike? I don't know. 15, 15. So you yeah. guys knew each other in high school. Yeah. You knew of each other. We yeah. did. We did, yeah. Your same draft class and everything. Correct. Yeah, yeah. 14. Yeah, yeah. Pat's a, I think Pat's a year older than me, but we were the same draft class, yeah. Who was the better kicker in high school? Because you, you kicked field goals, didn't you? We did, yeah. That's probably a story for another day. You heard the music. That's the traveling music for the break. We'll continue. One final segment with the fellas here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Welcome back to Bears All Access, brought to you by IGS Energy. Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer with you. Thanks to Paul Zarang, Dan Barilli, Irva Lawrence, and Adam Stadzinski. What a great name for a football show. Stadzinski. Right. Or not, not a bad player. name either. Tom Thayer and Jeff Joniak with you. Final segment 
with uh, Cody Parkey and Patrick O'Donnell as the Bears prepare to head to the desert, play an indoor game against the Arizona Cardinals. Is that the I'm bu- assuming the roof will be. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be like 250 degrees. <laughs> is, that, is that one of the best kicking conditions you can get indoor stadium that they're going to have no outside factors for both of you yeah, guys? Yeah, and they will in the grass. Yeah, the tree of grass. grass. Yeah, so that's pretty, Beauteous. That's pretty good. Yeah, Can't beat that. Hey, you're going to have plenty of fun here Oh yeah. when the weather turns. But you experienced <laughs> it in Cleveland. You experienced it, too, in Philadelphia. How do you feel you are in, in nasty conditions? Uh, good. I mean, it, it, you just kind of focus on hitting a good, clean ball. I mean, there's not much you can do when you got snow and 30-mile-hour wind. But just trust your line where you're going to put the ball and trust that it's going to go through. Uh, and that's kind of what I've, I've been doing in the past and uh, I've had success with. So. Pat, how have you dealt with the conditions in Soldier Field? Because you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it makes you a better player. I mean, I was telling Cody, people, the first thing when he walks in the door is like, oh, wait till the winter time when the wind's blowing <laughs> and the snow's coming down. But no, he, he's done it. But it's like at practice, these, these fields out here, they get pretty windy. Yeah. And we can definitely, um, there's a thing we do now with the holds. We, we kind of like use the laces as a rudder and we kind of aim uh, just so slightly outside the pole so the ball does fade in if we're in those monster yeah. conditions. So I think that's... Yeah. Th- big for having a guy a veteran guy like Cody that can play a ball and he just trust me to do my job and lean the ball accordingly you know you you got to take soldier feel I always tell everybody this is you have to make it your own weapon because Dick always says look you want him to come in the soldier field scared to play here thinking the field's crappy the mm-hmm. weather's bad all this and go yeah it is it's awful man you might fall into a crack but it's our <laughs> field so I mean for That's sure. the whole thing about it is is you guys can gain a lot more confidence against your opponent by never saying a negative thing, uh, you know, or never feeling a negative thing by going, oh, yeah, you know, things aren't even very easy here. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think I think the first thing when we talk free game with the specialists, like, man, how do you yeah. here? Like, this is not where I would want to go in free yep. agency or something like this that. Is perfect. But the yeah. first thing they say, like, right. oh, the grass is terrible. Why, I didn't kick yeah. out of this. Why and you're so going, long? you're going, okay. Yeah. Right. You, you got them where you, you want You got them. Yeah. Because got that, that, that same message has infiltrated their whole locker room. It's not just the kicker, the punter, the snapper. Yeah. It's everybody. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, did you think about it? Yeah, I mean, you you hear about they're just like, oh, I mean, Chicago they they play in this long grass, you know. It's you know, you hear all these things, and you're just like, you know what, I'm gonna make it my own place. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best, go out there and do what I do. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, like literally every week, people are like, why is the field like this? And we're just like, you know, we're used to we, we kick on this in practice. This is the same thing. So, how tickled is your dad that you're a bear? And your and your family. Yeah, yeah. Do you have extensive family in Naperville? No, or no, he he just went to high school there. Really, his family bounced around a lot. Um, but I mean, this was like this was the team he grew up watching. Uh, and so me, I grew up watching him a little bit too. Um, I remember getting like a Walter Payton jersey at, at some point growing up. Yeah, so your uh, dad has a Tom Thayer jersey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he's 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 pretty stoked about it. I think he, he he's going to come up for a game, obviously, and he's going to go check out Naperville and do all do all that. So it's changed a lot yeah. since he's been there. Naperville's yeah. popping right now. Yeah. It's a fun place. It really is. Tom Thayer and Jeff Joniak with you. Our final moments with Cody Parkey and Patrick O'Donnell. Weird statistical anomalies. I'm all about it. I'm, I, I love no- numbers, even though I'm, I'm the worst mathematician ever in the whole right. entire universe. But interesting that you're 300, you had 300 punts in your career heading into Monday night, and you had 100 inside the 20. Mm, wow. That's pretty, that's pretty symmetrical. I One like third, it. Yeah, I like that. That's Do you, great. A third of your punts landing, in, that's, 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 that's a good thing. Yeah, that's good. You happy with that? Do you look at numbers? Do you care? I mean, I think it, it – at the end of the day, like at the end of the season, things like that, we do look. Um, 
we try to beat the obviously the other team in net. That's pretty much what we look at uh, statistically for punters. Uh, Tabes always challenges me and Cody, regardless of who we play, is you know to beat the other guy at our own position. So I don't think it's necessarily caught up like in the numbers per se, like how far did you punt it or this and that. It's just whatever we did that week to help the team win. You know, competitive in a well, sense. Well, placement sometimes is more important than distance or, or sure. the other you know aspects of hang time and wherever you know you put it. Right. Yeah. That, Distance, uh, it's it's obviously a good number to look at, but placement and direction uh, for the guys to get down there, make the plays for you, is what's important. Do you ever so. even use the term coffin corner anymore? Because you know, back in the '60s, '70s, and '80s, that was one of the terms that associated to punters specifically. Is that even in your your glossary anymore? <laughs> Co- Cody's shaking his head. Right. Oh, wow. No. You want to take this one? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think it. I don't. I really, it well, you don't really hear it anymore. Rugby, honestly. rugby yeah. style punt has changed a lot. For sure, it's taken know. away that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking because of this Michael Dixon, people are going to start trying this drop kick stuff. Yeah. That was. A, I got to give it to. That was a display. I I couldn't believe the onside kick drop. Yeah, that was that was wild. That was I wild. mean, how you know how where it's gonna. Uh, that's a tough hey. toss-up, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'd be lying if we said we didn't do it today at practice. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys? Yeah, because Matt's uh, Matt Nagy's talking to his team when he stands at the podium about the next play mentality, which many, many, many coaches throughout your lives and throughout this league say it all the time. How are you guys with the next play mentality as kickers and punters? I, I think we I think we have no choice but to be good at it. Honestly, I think that's why we've both been in the NFL for for this this long. I guess uh, because you miss a kick or you you have a bad punt. I mean, you're gonna have to go out there again. You can't just like be feel sorry for yourself. I think. Uh, I mean, it stinks. You give yourself maybe 30 seconds to be to be like, oh, that, that you know, I got better, and then you move on to the next one. So you just you just keep going and, and keep moving forward. Can't imagine what those two kickers over the weekend felt like trying to walk back to the sideline. I mean, to me, that's the longest walk of all time. Is Tom's brewing up something? I don't no, know. Not, no, hey, not. thank hey, you, I, thank I, you to Pat and Cody for joining us yes. today on Bears All Access. Ruth's Chris would like to have you receive this one hundred dollar gift card to enjoy at one of their Chicagoland area steakhouses. Ruth's Chris, this is how it's done. Always a pleasure, fellas. Oh, Good incredible. to have you around. Thank you. Uh, you welcome to us. the club. You welcome join to. Us. The Hey, hey, we'll turn down that, right, Big Tom? He likes S-Cargo. I, <laughs> no, that would be outstanding. All right, that's going to wrap us up tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Bears and Cardinals coming up on WBBM on Sunday. Ooh, it's going to be fun. Noon pregame, 325 kickoff. For Tom Thayer, Cody Parkey, Patrick O'Donnell, I'm Jeff Joniak. Thanks again to Barilli and Zerang and to Herb Lawrence and Adam Stasinski. Have a great night, everybody. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Thanks for listening to this Chicago Bears Network presentation of Bears All Access. Podcasts are available on ChicagoBears.com and on iTunes or download the official Bears mobile app. Bears All Access has been brought to you by IGS Energy and sponsored by CDW, Athletico Physical Therapy, and Ford.